Welcome to the Yes Sam Podcast. I'm Joel Cartwright. And with me as always, he just ingested some of that heart-shaped herb, so he's ready to go. He's joining me from an underground casino in Busan, South Korea. It's Mr. Brian Drury. How's it going, Brian? It's going pretty good. I only like that purple stuff. Only the purple stuff. That purple stuff. So we had another um, mandate slash outing over the weekend. We sure did. We, we sure saw, did. We saw a little film called Black Panther. I don't mm-hmm. know if anybody's heard of it. Little independent project. Not a big deal right now. Not a big deal. No. So I had a couple um, odds and ends from the last podcast. Oh, so we have do you some want editorial do, uh, material? Not necessarily editorial, but more follow-up. Okay. So do you want to tackle that first, or do you want to get into the main topic first? Lay it on me. Which which one? <laughs> your your ta- your your follow up. Oh, okay. So we had a couple a couple notes from last time. If anyone's keeping track, which I doubt they are, other than me, mm-hmm. but we talked about um, Billy from Stranger Things and Jeremy from Get Out, how they would be friends. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about their cars. Oh, yeah. I yes. said there was a white Trans Am involved. Yes. So I actually looked up what the, the two car models are because I'm a huge nerd. Yeah. So Billy is a 79 Camaro. Oh, okay. Wow. And, you, and your your audio sound is sounding great tonight. That, it's crisp. Those, those dulcet tones. Crisp. <laughs> sure. Uh, and Jeremy... Mm-hmm. It drives a Porsche 944. Wow. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but same yeah. same thing. But to your point, it's their attitude and what they're conveying and what they're all about that makes them so similar. Yeah. That's the creeper Greasy mustache. Dudes. Yeah, definitely creeper mustache. So which side note, yeah. I recently sent you a photo of myself with a creepy mustache. That I had to show to my wife so yep. that she didn't, you know, find it. <laughs> and it was like, what is this? So I had to like, you know, be upfront yep. about it. Honesty yeah. is the best policy. Yep. It sure is. Transparency. <laughs> um, so is my audio so good that I could uh, talk to you from anywhere? For example, uh, <laughs> in an African nation? Uh it could be. Are you are you trying to get me to segue already? No. Oh, okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Cause I, I, I had a couple more um follow up notes to, to bore us with. So you had you had asked also last time if you get any kind of cash prize for winning an Oscar. I did? <laughs> yes, you did. This is what we were talking about. And I wrote all these down. Um I don't know why. But just okay. so we could come back to him before you get in, before you get into this. Yeah. Um, so I sincerely don't remember asking that question. Okay. You remember all these things. Yes. Is it like a, a torturous <laughs> cacophony in your mind of all these details of everyone yes, else's is. lives that they totally forget? 
but are just bouncing around in your empty mansion of a of a head. Is <laughs> yes. It, is it? Yeah. Are you? Is, is it, it okay? Is it, like, do we need to <laughs> research it? Do we need to like get you some meds? What yeah, you, probably that would be great. That would be great okay. if we get something to just make the voices stop. Yep. Okay. Yep. Empty mansion of a head. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because uh, in all know, those voices, though, they all sound like Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, do you get money for winning an Oscar? <laughs> I know. I so I had actually, um, I think, written all these down, but um, yeah. I don't know why. But I just, you know, I need I need closure with a lot of stuff. So but, okay, yeah, living my own life is yeah. really really exhausting for me like the version that i keep and the version that i keep is like 20 percent of actually what happens <laughs> so adding that to your own truth brother brother that must be exhausting you know you know me i i think i i am pretty rested most of the time mm-hmm. but yeah it can it can get a little much sometimes well, you're actually uh, you've taken the purple herb, and everything else is just so taxing for you that you're just a normal person. The king yep. will now be a normal person. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Okay. That that was a, a cool little thing, but yeah. Anyway, so you don't win money for an Oscar, mm. but I read a fact that you can, uh, in one's career, um, for winning an Oscar, earn as much as 3.9 million additional dollars in over your career for winning an Oscar. Oh, it's, it's like a um, correlated. Right. Okay. But interesting fact I came across the, if you go to sell your actual Oscar trophy, Mm -hmm. the um, Academy of motion pictures has the right uh, to buy that back first before you sell it to anyone else and they can buy it back for $10. Wow. Yeah. So that's brand management. Um, yeah. You can, you can leave anytime you like. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, that's a little, we also, uh, Eagles. That's the, that's an Eagles song. Yes. Um, it's actually, you can check out anytime yeah. you want, but you could never leave. Never right. Leave. Well, yeah. yeah so, Coming from the the, the <laughs> west wing of the mansion, <laughs> you know, there's this guitar riff and uh, a smell of colitos. Yes, we we talked about this on the podcast mm-hmm. before. Of the, yes. it might even be the warm smell of palitos, that favorite Guatemalan snack. <laughs> it's a uh, callback. Yes, popularly. Uh, miscategorized as a song about drugs, but is actually about how Hollywood controls everything. Go ahead. We're still talking. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, we were also asking about where the, you asked about where the term rubber game came from. Mm, rubber match. Rubber game, rubber match. Yeah, I couldn't really find anything on that. Mm. It just told me, the internet just told me that it originated from English lawn bowling. They also use that term, which I don't even know what English lawn bowling is. Um, and that term is also used in bridge because three matches in bridge apparently is called a rubber. So 
I have no idea what any of that means, but that's what wow. the internet told me. So one one more, and then I'll stop torturing you with this. No, it's cool, man. It's like, so uh, cool. <laughs> Um, we haven't had an obligatory Twilight reference from you in a while, but one of the things mm. that you referenced was this baseball scene in a Twilight mm-hmm. movie. And before we came on, I, I watched that. <laughs> and wow. Wow. Did you like the super fast uh, run catch? Yeah, there was. a So as I think you said before, the best part about that scene is the Muse song. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's just get that out of the way. That's really good yeah that's the best part but yeah there's at the same time super fast running and catching but also slow motion running yeah like some people are are moving really fast and some people are running in slow motion it's unexplainable and then the the girl that's pitching i I don't know any of the characters or anything of what's going on she Mm -hmm. has a very like slow Mm -hmm. deliberate wind up and then the ball just like takes off and goes really fast it's kind of strange and then every hit is like a 500 foot home run, but yep. then somebody runs really fast and catches and then throws, you know, cause they're super powered, super powered vampires. Yep. But, um, why, why were they playing baseball just for fun? Cause that's what kids do. It's the vampiric pastime. Oh, okay. Cause they're kind of randomly kind of wearing like half baseball uniforms and half not. Mm-hmm. Cause if, if you're, if you're, a creature of the night you want to be carrying a, a wooden object around with you at all times sure it's, yeah sure. yep somebody yep. could stake you with it yep and then there was kind of like an older draco malfoy looking guy playing baseball which i'm not sure what what that was and then like some other people just show up and then that, that everyone seems to be scared of them and the scene ends so i'm not really it was weird it was wacky mm-hmm. so Mm-hmm. let's move on from that so uh so we saw black panther let's talk about that oh you don't want to talk about your your fanfic pseudonym that you have what's out that there? your pen what's name that? for your for your uh my twilight, twilight fanfic your twilight fanfic yeah yeah what is it i forgot uh what is it um tie dynamite <laughs> is it tie dynamite no tie dynamite was my male exotic dancing name oh Yeah, you're 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 the Twilight guy of this duo. You're the Twilight guy. We came up with another nickname. It was like uh, use your memory mansion. It was something about <laughs> like formerly white guy or something like that. <laughs> formerly white guy. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't okay. remember. All right. Well, I'm just standard generic white guy at all times. Okay, that's my role. Cool. So, what better segue into from standard generic white guy? To Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Just a beautiful segue. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you're giving me the the uh, salute there. Um, the, yeah. yeah we, so we saw this movie um, 11 a.m. on a Saturday, which... Prime time. Yeah. Prime time. <laughs> give, it the, give it the air horns. <laughs> yeah, I don't, as I said... Offline, I can't find my air horn right now. So um, some construction going on in the podcast studio. So things mm-hmm. are a little disheveled. So I don't know where my air horn is, but I would give that an air horn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was nearly sold out, which I think speaks to 
what's going on with this movie last um, recently in mm -hmm. kind of the culture, but I was definitely not expecting that. And we actually had to, cause now at the, the theater by where we live, you have to pick your seat on a, a little touch screen uh, when you buy your ticket. A kiosk. A kiosk, yep. And there were not two seats together. So we had to <laughs> sit with a a rando in, yeah. in between us, which we just pulled the move of sitting together and then having the rando sit, you know, not in the sandwich, not in uh -huh. the meat of the sandwich. So, oh, yeah. 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 Um, it was causing, it was a source of high anxiety for you for about 20 <laughs> minutes no. because what was that high anxiety? Oh, you, there was, um, moderate yeah, anxiety, un uncomfortable body language and lots of whoever was coming up the stairs, you would kind of give a look. <laughs> at. I did do that. Yes. And I'm glad you're, um, I'm glad you're watching. Uh, the, the thing is, is like we expected them. Okay, so it's a sold out yeah. show. Why would you wait till like the show has started to get there? You know, um, don't know. But they they left you kind of uh, simmer in there for, until the movie started. <laughs> and you're like, well, we'll, we'll just sit together. <laughs> <laughs> and then like you you moved into the offending spot. But mm -hmm. luckily, um the people that had those tickets looks like a couple that were fighting. And <laughs> when they did. showed yeah, up, they did not look happy when they showed yeah. up. Uh, she was just like, I'll just sit here and then yeah. sit next to you. And we didn't have to explain anything because they yeah. had their own problems to deal with. So yeah. uh, really we lucked out. Yep. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, again, I didn't expect the demand to be that high and we had to sit, I think fourth row, on the like the far right side which are are not optimal seats mm -hmm. i would say you, you did you did let me know that a couple times you did yeah. say yeah. you did say uh well not your fault but i just you know yeah yeah if this were an actual usually, date it would have not it would have <laughs> had a rough rough start yeah yeah it's it's one to uh you know it's a it's a story to tell everyone at, at dinner parties about uh, that wacky first date mm -hmm. but um yeah, so that that was kind of the setup, and um, we we watched the movie. So, what did you think? The movie was really good. Uh, yeah. I gave you a three three point five Byron's. Yes, I'm gonna, three point five. I'm gonna I'm upgrading. I'm upgrading to a four oh. Ooh, four to five okay. Byron's. Nice. Uh, I'm still sticking to my guns on it's. It was too long. Okay, it's too long. You gotta. In in 2018, you gotta you gotta keep it under two hours. It's just the world's the world's moving fast, man. You gotta keep today's up. NHL. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um. Yeah. No. Um. I'll just comment on the. I mean, overall, I I really liked it too. I'd mm -hmm. I'd say probably in about the same range, maybe a very solid B to a B plus. Um. The length wasn't, uh, I, I didn't find that as much. I didn't, I thought that it was, so it was, I think two hours and 14 minutes is the runtime, which is not terrible for some of these superhero movies. Um, but I thought the, the pace, it, it moved right along for me anyway. Mm. There wasn't too many parts that I felt kind of drug out, um, that much or, or kind of like anything like that. So, um, 
I personally didn't didn't find that an, an issue, but you know, that's just me. Yeah. That's you, man. That's that's, just, that's you, my truth, man. brother. That's your truth, brother. Um yeah. So the yeah. the the first hour of this movie is fantastic. Yes. I was super enthralled with it. Yes. Um then after the uh, are we, we're gonna spoil it, right? We can spoil it. Yeah, alert. no, we're, we're, yeah, we're we can, fully we, talking about it. We'll fully talk about it. So if you haven't seen the movie, mm-hmm. stop. Executive producer, producer Joe, I know you do this. Pause, go see it, come back. Okay, spoil yes. away. Spoiling away. So uh, something they did well in this is to set up like the villains, the bad guys are. Well, there's three of them. Um, the first one, Andy Circus. I think we could no. He would be the technically the second one in the story, right? Because there's the first like rival uh, Wakandan mm-hmm. guy, Mbaku, Mbaku with yes. the from the um, Jabari's, yes, Jabari's. the Jabari, Jabari, Jabari yeah. tribe. Yes. Um. Anyway, Andy Circus. He's just a guy, but he's got some kind of vibranium technology, and I'm like. As soon as a Black Panther gets a hold of this guy, this guy's done. Like, there's nothing you can do. And they do a good job. Like, that's exactly what happens. But as soon as he is done away with, it's like, okay, how many more villains can we introduce? How long is this going to go on for? So up until the South Korea part, I was, like, super into it. And then I was like, oh, boy, what are we going to do now? But then it stayed well. It stayed good. It was a good story still mm-hmm. and exciting. Yeah. So for me, um, yeah, I, I agree with the, the part about the first part of the movie. And I think it what it does an excellent job of is building a world. So mm. we're, we're built not necessarily a world here because this country is in kind of the existing world, but building the world, if you will, of Wakanda and building that country. And it just kind of starts at the film starts out kind of showing the history uh, of the country and everything that's going on. Um, and I think that does a really, the, the film does a great job of that. And if you compare it to kind of some of the other movies in the, the MCU, if you will, mm-hmm. that had to do that. I mean, f- for example, they kind of tried to do a similar thing with, with the Thor films. Asgard nowhere near as cool as Wakanda. I mean, that that's not, fully fleshed out as much as it is as Wakanda. And I know that might not be an exact comparison, but yeah, it just does. It's so much more enjoyable in this film and um, much more rich um, as far as that, that country and kind of that world where a character is coming from. They did a really good job of realizing Wakanda, like making it awesome, Mm -hmm. but believable. It's got, it doesn't, feel like anywhere else but it feels still like a real place and it has mm-hmm. uh it kind of reflects being an african african country as well oh it's definitely. awesome it was awesome they yeah. did a really good job really yeah. good job so uh, it, we definitely agree on that and then um yeah just and then other aspects of that just the kind of the the costume and set design that mm-hmm. go along with that and i know i think we both talked about i know you specifically talked about just how everything looked and all the coloring of everything and, Mm -hmm. you know, the art and everything. It's all, it's all fantastic. I mean, the film, regardless of 
all the plot machinations and villains and stuff like you said it's just really fun and enjoyable to just look at and watch for the whole time yeah and um through the whole movie you're going to be thinking this guy is way cooler than batman this is the coolest (laughs) this is this is the batman that should have been because this guy is awesome there was there's the hammer yep yes yep yep um yeah i i'm not i don't know where to to go with that one but yeah Um, i mean it's just like marvel's like we're gonna take your idea dc and we're gonna make it actually cool (laughs) so here's what's gonna happen not taking the bait today (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah a little different than batman but yeah okay still still really cool no no, uh, Black Panther is super cool. You get no argument from me there. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I really liked and I thought is and has been widely praised, so this is not me breaking any new ground here, but all the um, other actors in the in the well, I shouldn't say other actors, but all the actors in the film mm-hmm. do a really good job. Every character is even down to every side character, supporting character is really cool and has really cool moments and the performances are all really good. Um, So it's just a fantastic cast, fantastic ensemble cast. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh But until, until, and I I forget the guy's name. Is it Michael B. Jordan? Yes. Uh Oh, here comes Uh, a hot take. Did not, did not like him in it. Okay. Did not like. Didn't think he was good in it. Okay. Um, Why? Because I felt like everyone else in this story, even though it's about uh, vibranium and alien materials and superheroes and magic and stuff, um, everyone else's character was uh, understated and realistic, and his was kind of like a caricature kid from L.A. And just the way that he he kind of comes into the uh, when after he wins that I guess that trial by combat, mm. and he just starts saying all this foolish stuff. I feel like everyone would just been who is this? Who is this guy? <laughs> like, no, we're not going to listen to you, asshole. You sound like an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I don't know. It just was over the top for me. I didn't. I didn't appreciate it. Okay. Just that part of it or the whole thing his, as far his, as him as a villain? Did you, his did... character, his his portrayal of that character. Okay. I thought I thought it the, the character could have been uh smarter and less um bro-y. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I I think to to counterpoint that, I mean I, I I enjoyed him as a villain. I thought he was one of the, the better villains we've had in a while in any of these type of movies. I mean, mm-hmm. at least he's not a, like a CGI alien or, um, purple Homer Simpson, as we would say that we might be getting with <laughs> Thanos in uh, uh, Avengers affinity war. Um, so, I mean, his, his backstory to me was pretty fleshed out and believable. Um, and you know, he's just pretty much out for revenge. And I think he was, um, I'm not sure how much of this was just a result of his performance or if it was a choice between him and um, Ryan Coogler, the director, is to 
kind of have him be different than all the other characters, obviously, because he's like an outsider to that world. Mm-hmm. Somewhat he he's, you know, it's revealed that he's, he's part Wakandan part American. And he's obviously yeah. coming from that kind of like, uh, you know, an American side where he's been oppressed and he's been on the other side of the, the racial divide and not been, um, a royalty kind of character as the other kind of characters are. So I think he was coming at it from that. And I think it was kind of meant to be different mm. from, from the other characters and kind of more over the top like that. And obviously he is a little over the top because he's just wants to murder everybody just to get what he wants pretty much. <laughs> and that's not, as you said, like a an yeah. understated kind of nuance type of thing. Um, right. So, I mean, I was, I was fine with it. I mean, I didn't, I kind of didn't have get, those, I, those thoughts, but I get, I get the political angle and the political foil that they're going for here with his mm-hmm. character. Um, it just came, it came off caricature to me. And okay. I thought that they could, I don't know, maybe they could have explored it differently, but who knows? Maybe if he wasn't, it would have been weak. I thought the, um, what was the guy? The uh, Jabari guy. What did you, you just told me his name? Mbaku. Mbaku. That guy was yeah. a G. That guy was yeah. awesome. Yeah, he was cool. He's he's built up to be this kind of brawny uh, barbarian guy, but he's also pretty clever and mm-hmm. nuanced. So, you know. Yeah. So, so it kind of, as Brian mentioned, it kind of starts off with so in in the events of uh, Captain America Civil War, T'Chaka, who is T'Challa's dad, has has died. Um, so then T'Challa becomes the king of Wakanda. But they have this ritual where any of the tribes at the time of the coronation can challenge the newly um, crowned king in, you know, as Brian said, just kind of like a trial by combat or a fight to then become the king if they can defeat him. And the Jabari tribe, which Mbaku is the leader of, has kind of always been not in line with the other Wakandan tribes. So he challenges him towards the beginning of the movie. And uh, mm. T'Challa beats him. Ass. Well, yes. No, he, yeah, he beats him, but it was a pretty, it was touch and go there for a while. Yeah. Um, but as I think you mentioned earlier, that's part of the ritual and our man Saw Gerrera slash Forrest Whitaker, um, who's just, he's kind of just running it back from Saw Gerrera, very similar, except kind of <laughs> a different outfit, um, which I know you were looking for an impression. I don't have any of his lines memorized to do uh, a, a good Forrest Whitaker impression, but they, because the Black Panther um, mantle character superhero part of it gets its superhuman strength from drinking a um the heart-shaped herb so he they drink some kind of potion before this trial by combat that negates the power of the herb so it's a quote-unquote fair fight i guess Mm -hmm. but anyway mbaku loses um spoiler alert to chichala at the beginning but he comes to play a, a pivotal role later in uh assisting T'Challa, and then they have the great scene. I thought when um, uh, the Everett Ross character, played by 
Um, what's the, isn't it Bilbo Baggins, you would say? Oh, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman, yes. Uh, he essentially tells him that he can't, he's not allowed to talk here in his presence. Yeah. Uh, or if he, sa- if he says another word, he'll feed him to his children. And then it kind of hangs there for a beat. And he says, uh, I'm just kidding. We're vegetarians. <laughs> so <laughs> there's, some, there's some pretty good comedic moments in there. Yeah. Good so, time. yeah. And then what we, I know we enjoyed is that when they're preparing for this um, trial by combat type of thing, there's this whole sort of ritual and a lot of, yeah, hanging out in the background. Everybody's watching at like this waterfall type of thing, do, mm-hmm. doing like a shoulder shrug dance. So that's pretty cool. Like all those little nuances and building this culture in this world. But that kind of got me to thinking, would you like that to be an option for a transfer of power in, in our country or other countries? Oh boy. A trial would, by would, combat. Would you like just for, you know, future president Dwayne, the rock Johnson, just to, just to challenge Trump and, and get it over <laughs> with right now. Did you like that? That would be. I mean, when sweet. I, when I put it that way, it sounds good, but I think it would probably lead to more chaos down the road. Yeah, but you would get like, uh, you would get like UFC fighters. You would get uh, yes. President Mountain Dew in no time. <laughs> President Mountain Dew, yes. <laughs> it would become like um, Comancho Mountain Dew. Yes. Um. Yes. Yeah. I was trying to that, think of that that um, movie where that ca- happened. What's the name of that movie with uh, Luke Wilson? Idiocracy. Idiocracy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's tackle something here. Okay. Go ahead. How are Luke and Owen Wilson so alike but so different? <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> a great question. At, at at the same time, you can tell they're obviously brothers. Like these two, yes. obviously, are brothers. But they are nothing alike. The one, one of them does go, oh wow! No one, he doesn't do that. You know? Yeah, I was gonna say like, well, one of the reasons they're alike is because they have the same profession. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're like in real life, really. Just I no, they say, both. Is, is they Luke both kind of have a right? look. Yeah. Uh, I, I not seen him recently. Lately. Yeah. No. I feel like he's on the Zach Braff circuit. He's going to pop up in like a Netflix or two. An indie, an indie picture. Yeah. yeah. But they, they both kind of look like they just walked into a glass door. Like they're, <laughs> <laughs> like they're kind of surprised nice. by the world. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway. that was a little. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, oh, neither, wow. uh, <laughs> neither you're not Luke the Black Wilson. Panther anymore. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, neither Wilson brother was in um, Black Panther that we know so, of. That we know of. So, um, what else? What? It, any other impressions? Any other favorite characters? Because there's a lot of you know supporting characters in in this movie that are really good. We've mentioned some of them, but any other ones that you really enjoyed? I don't know how to say her last name, but mm-hmm. uh, Denai. Uh, oh, starts with a G. Guria. I know her as Michonne on The Walking Dead. Yes, she whoops ass in this movie. Yes, she's fan. She's the she's the best performance of the movie by far. She was your favorite. 
Yes. Choose your MVP. Yeah. So it's uh it's Denai Guria, right? It's yes. Denai, that's how, or is it Danny? I don't know. I think it's Denai. I, I, I'm not okay. familiar but with the pronunciation. She, she plays the uh the role of Okoye. Yeah. Who is wow. the yes, so the the king of Wakanda has like this all female um bodyguard special forces thing that kind of protects him and they're like pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Kind of so, like Gaddafi, but not sure. <laughs> um, so, lost my headphone there for a second. Oh boy! And, and Brian's playing a little hurt tonight because when we were getting ready to start up, he was trying to put on his headphones and hit himself oh. in the eye, and it yeah. was quite a shot. But anyway, Okoye, uh, yeah, she's she's awesome. She's a badass. Um. She has this move um, never before seen, but was pretty sweet. So the the scene we mentioned earlier, which is kind of a chase through the streets of South Korea, she throws, she has a, this like spear weapon. She throws it at the car they're chasing. It goes through the back windshield, mm-hmm. through the car, through the front windshield, and then goes perpendicular to the ground, sticks in the ground, and then the car just smashes into it like it's a telephone pole. It's dope. It's a dope move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. When you got yeah. that vibranium spear. Yeah. So She does some other cool stuff with her spear. Doesn't she like stick one? Doesn't it like come apart? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I just know she's flipping that thing around and just whooping butt in, yeah. in that casino. And their vibranium car perfectly disintegrates so that they can just. They kinda, the, it kind of does like the road the car, Yeah, was the car vibranium or? Yeah, the car. The car they were driving was was vibranium. Okay. And, vibranium uh, Lexus. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, that was a funny. Scene. What was his name? Claw. Claw, Claw shoots it with yep. his vibranium cannon. Yeah. And disintegrates it, but like it does like that Roadrunner Coyote like. Where the yep. seat just stays and it like kind of skips. Yeah. And uh the um Nakia is driving the car and she's yeah, as Brian said, just skids in her in her car seat with her steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh Lupita Nyango plays Nakia, who's mm-hmm. a former love interest of T'Challa, who's now a a spy. And she's also great. Big time. Big time, which makes you kind of revisit the choice of, you know, she's in The Force Awakens as Maz Kanata. She's the voice of Maz Kanata. But that's why sure. Why did they make her like a little CGI goblin lady when they can? I don't know. She's She's much better. She's much better in this. Yeah, she's a she's a she's a she's a striking lady. She's she's a bit of all right. She's the queen of Wakanda. Yes. Queen of Wakanda. So, uh, and then we also, we've mentioned Claw a couple times. Um, Andy Serkis, a little bit of a kind of off the bench uh, role, not not the the main villain, as you said, but he has it cranked up to 11, like any time. And he's just having a lot of fun. He's... Yeah, he's happy to be out of the motion capture suit. (laughs) Yeah, and he's been bulking up. He's he's yeah. massive in this. He's like it's he's like chubby and like built at the same time. He's got well, like that. The, 
the line you said about because he has this kind of like fake silicone oh. arm that goes over. It's a <laughs> it's a vibranium mining cannon that he just says strapped to his arm. Yeah, but it's shooting things with. It's but yeah, to, it, describe it's, it. It's it's a functional arm, but there's like seams in it where it comes apart, and the yes. the cannon the cannon pops out. Yeah. But um, I don't know if this was intentional by the props department or <laughs> or what, but it looks like he has a very severe water retention problem in his arm. <laughs> Very swollen. <laughs> yeah. Still cool though. Still cool. Still cool. Still cool. Um, I liked when he was when he was captured and being interrogated, and for some reason he's just singing um What is Love <laughs> by Hathaway. <laughs> yeah. Uh chained to a he, chair. It's, he fully he fully has that like Australian outback badass thing going on. In this mm-hmm. whole movie, or South I, African, I think he's supposed to be South African, yep. but he kind of reminds me of um, the guy from Jurassic Park. Oh, the, yeah, 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 the, yeah, yep, yep. That was the exact line I was going to say too. Yeah, uh, shoot, <laughs> shoot, okay. Anyway, yeah, I forgot what that guy's name is, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, Crocodile Dundee. He has the the joke of, um, and we appreciate it because we're you know in the podcast game. Yeah. Um, the Martin Freeman character says to him when he rolls up in the casino with a big entourage, he's like, "What? Why do you have this big entourage? What are you a rapper?" He's like, "Yeah." And he says, to, "Like his henchman <laughs> guy's like, send him the SoundCloud link." <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a random joke that I enjoyed. Yeah, for sure. So another totally... character. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I had to revisit this before we move on. No, absolutely. Before we started a pod tonight, uh, my wife was watching the classic 13 going on 30. Mm. Mm-hmm. Andy Circus is in that. Really? Yes. Uh, what is, role is he playing? I, I haven't seen this one. I know of is, it, but I haven't seen it. He is the boss at the magazine. Oh. And is he playing the same role as, does he act the same as Ulysses mm-hmm. Claw? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, well, you're really tying it together. Yeah, he looks like a like a dehydrated version of Ulysses Claw. Okay. Like if you were if you made beef jerky out of Ulysses Claw, that's this guy. <laughs> Real so. Yes. So to 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 tie it back from our um, prior pod when we talked about Get Out, uh, Daniel Kaluuya is also in this film. And it just shows the the depth that he's like the like eighth or ninth guy in this film, mm-hmm. just kind of a role player part. But and he's he's fine in it. But the one thing I wanted to kind of mention about his character, his main conflict is kind of that his his parents were were killed by Claw, and he wants them brought to justice. And so his his best friend kind of becomes king, and literally on his first day of being king he's like let's do this like huge international mission to go capture this guy and he does capture him and he's actually about to rip his face off but his ladies tell you know okoye and tell him not to because everyone's going to take cell phone videos of it um and then uh killmonger literally blows up like a cia office to take claw out of it yeah and then when he gets back to wakanda um the Daniel Kaluuya Wakabi character. He's just like, yeah, it's just more of the same, just like your dad. <laughs> it's like, you just 
30 years of this. I'm like, what? He kind of bailed on him pretty quickly. He did. You know, I thought. So I think he was just looking for a reason to, to get out. But, yeah. Um, and I, th- I thought, are you, I don't, I'm not familiar. That was part of my um, training for this movie was to not do any training and not, uh-huh. not understand any of the characters so that the Black Panther was fresh to me. Uh, the Wakabi character, I don't know. Is he important in the comics? Um, I'm not. No, I'm not familiar with him. So I don't mm. know if he's he's new or if if um, yeah. I think he's just meant to be like one of the, you know, kind of the leaders of one of the the tribes and everything. Yeah. So I, I don't know if there's a wider okay. purpose there other than what they showed in the movie. But he's there to train up those uh, battle rhinos, my man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those vibranium rhinos. The vibranium rhinos. Yeah. So, but speaking of all the the tech, the, the last kind of supporting character is um, uh, Letitia Wright as Suri, who's um, T'Challa's younger sister. And she's also a lot of fun. She's having tons of fun in this movie and she's really enjoyable to watch. And she yeah. kind of creates all the, the technology and everything. The bringer of swag. Yes, and she's kind of t- to um, that that scene where she's kind of explaining all the the tech gadgets to him is that felt a lot like a James Bond type of thing, you know, mm-hmm. when he's always says that obligatory scene with she's like the Q and he's like walking through with Q and he's explaining all the different gadgets to James Bond. That was kind of what I was reminded of in in that one. Yeah, and I mean, it just it's just another reason why Black Panther is cooler than Batman. <laughs> nailed it so yeah those uh, anything else you want to cover with with uh Mm. with black panther i mean both really liked it we'd recommend it it's it's a lot of fun um what uh what level would you put it on put it put it on a level in the mcu i'd say it's at the top level what not i wouldn't (laughs) say that it's the top where the peanut butter goes Yes. Oh, a top show for grandma keeps the peanut butter. No, I'd say it's, it's on the level of, you know, like a, at least probably like a top five Marvel movie. Ooh. For me. It really? Was. Yeah. At least right now it's, I mean, it's really fresh, but. Okay. Yeah, I really liked it. Rank it among your, uh, Captain America's. Oh, among the Captain America's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say it's on it's on par with um, Winter Soldier and Civil War, but probably better than the first Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. 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 So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, I mean, I really liked it. I like all those movies, but you know, yeah. It's a, I I would put it uh, at or near Civil War because okay. Civil War is better than all those other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, we get we get a we get a uh Sir Barnes Sir Sergeant Barnes in oh here, yes in the post after credits. Mm-hmm. Um, my least favorite Marvel character of all time, by the way, Winter Soldier. Yes, even uh, you like him less than Hawkeye. Oh, Hawkeye's way cooler than him. Okay, by far. Give me some Hawkeye takes. Uh, I mean Hawkeye <laughs> wears a in the comic. He's got a sweet purple suit. It's like purple right. and like, 
I know electric I, I'm, blue. I'm familiar. I'm familiar. But what about um, what about film Hawkeye? Film Hawkeye, just a big uh, guy. Point. Yeah, Hurt Locker. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 Um, you know he does the no look, the no look arrow, <laughs> the no look arrow. Okay. The no look arrow. I think that's in. Uh, which one's that one? It's Avengers, that's right? Avengers, yeah. yeah. That's the first Avengers. I mean, pretty, pretty good. Okay. So Winter Soldier's at the, is at the bottom. Yeah. So Winter Soldier's superpower is brooding and getting <laughs> getting everybody in trouble. Like, yes. His superpower is raising the question in everyone's mind: Why are we going out on a limb for this guy? Because he's really somber and not that fun. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause he um was Captain America's friend before Captain America was cool, but like, that's why. I mean, we all have those friends from elementary school, but do we do we do we start an international incident over them? I don't, I don't think so. Sometimes, sometimes when it's right, okay. when it's right. Also, um, did did I, you like his man bun though? Oh yeah, it was great. <laughs> yep, it was a half man bun. It was a, it was yes, like a top, and top I. Knot. I I didn't like. Didn't they call him the White Wolf? Isn't that what the the Wakandan kids that were kind of playing with him called him like the White Wolf or something? Yeah, I think so. I think so. We all know that that Jon Snow's the White Wolf. So, oh wow. And, and Ghost is actually the White Wolf, but Ghost yeah. is the White Wolf. Um, I want a Bucky versus Black Panther rematch. Ooh, okay. Because well, it looks like they're going to be on the same team. Well, uh, no, I think because Black Panther would whoop his ass. No, no questions. And, and now he only has, um, he has only one arm, so it would be, well, not a fair yeah. fight. So his arm before was like not vibranium. What was it? Uh, I thought it was vibranium. Was it not? So how did he lose it? Remember, Iron Man shot it off. Like melted it off in that fight, but you, but you can't you can't do that to vibranium. It's indestructible. Oh, okay, maybe it's not then. I don't know. Well, mm-hmm. that'll be in our um, research corner for next time. Okay. Just remember, but that your guy uh, Tony Stark took care of it. Yep, 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 yep. Which I mean, he did kill Tony Stark's parents, so he kind of had that coming. Because he's so, the bad guy in the film. <laughs> so. This movie's obviously been tremendously successful, so we're probably going to see a, a sequel at some point. Yes, I and hope Black Panther is going to be in obviously future Marvel films. Um, did it did it kind of lessen the impact because there's a, a scene where it kind of looks like if you didn't know kind of what the future of some of these Marvel films are that um looked like the Black Panther could could have died in that movie. And actually that, that random lady that sat next to me, I think she was crying at that point. She looked like oh, very moved by that. Yeah. Killmonger throws him off the waterfall. Was she? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Um, but obviously if you'd seen the Avengers infinity war trailer at all, you know that he's still around for that. So, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't affect me at all because okay. we know, you know, we know, you know, they, they're not going to kill know. them off, but we know. OK, but what would you like to see in a in a sequel for this movie for a Black Panther? What would you like to see in that? Oh, man. 
I want to see some more of that. Um, I want to see some more Panther God. I want to go back to that Panther realm. Anytime oh. they were in that like spirit realm, that was cool. The ancestral plane. Yeah. That yeah. Was. So they can kind of, yeah. And that was kind of a, there was a lot, as we kind of mentioned before going on with this movie, besides just superhero movie, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like father relationship stuff. There's a lot of um, political things, you know, mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. do we close off our borders to refugees, all that kind of stuff. A lot of, you know, racial issues that are brought up as well. So it really does a lot more than a typical superhero movie, but yeah, that was a, a part that I really liked too. Cause they, they do this. I don't know how they do it, but somehow they are able to, they're buried in like this red sand and able to travel back and talk to their ancestors. And it's a really cool, like it's looking world. Cool. It's super cool. And it reminded me, and I've since seen a, a Reddit comment that also I'll share with you also kind of had this <laughs> thought that reminded me a lot of the lion King Rafiki's tree. Well that, but also like when, Simba talks to um, Mufasa like in the stars, you know, when he's talking to him. Remember how he gets to talk to him? Right. Right. Mr. Rafiki is on the scene. Duh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I'm agreeing with you. It reminded me of that a lot. And somebody on Reddit wrote, are we sure that Disney hasn't already made its live action Lion King movie? (laughs) they're doing that later so there's a few things I know there's i think i mentioned to you there's one scene where okoye is sitting in like that exact position that kind of how rafiki is sitting in mm-hmm. at one time and it oh. just kind of reminded me of piloting the vibranium spacecraft yes while meditating yeah yes um so you know i don't know and i that could just be that sadly there's not a a lot of other movies that I've seen or that have been made kind of about Africa mm-hmm. and African countries. And so maybe that's why it, um, I was just reminded of that, but I just kind of, you get a sort of kind of some mm-hmm. Lion King vibes at, at certain points during the movie. Correction. I know your father. <laughs> nice. Nice Rafiki voice work. Um, so sorry. Yeah. Um, have you seen district nine speaking of, of good movies that take place in African nations? Um, yeah, yeah, I have seen district nine. Okay. I mean, that's a fantastic movie that takes place in South Africa. You're right. Were you, get, were you getting any district nine vibes? Um, no, I think just cause that was more. To me, that was more like dystopian, yeah, sort of, and it didn't really feel like it could have been set anywhere. At least that's kind of what I thought. Creature, <laughs> Vicky. <laughs> I only saw that once a while ago, and I remember really liking it. So I'll have to watch that again. Oh, dude, I love District Nine. Super good. Put it on the list. I will put it on the list as a rewatch. So mm-hmm. yeah. Black Panther was good for us. I think it lived lived up to the hype. I know we were both looking forward to this for this movie for a long time. I know when like the trailer first came out, we were sending it back and forth to each other, and we both really enjoyed the Black Panther appearance in Captain America: Civil War. So Mm -hmm. it's a cool character. My uh, my takeaway: not 
spoiling the character and discovering it through the movie, I think was a good choice. Yeah, definitely. We're on the, the uh, corner of kind of the less, you know, going in is usually better. The ignorance is bliss. Speaking of that, we haven't 2018. Yes, (laughs) we haven't, uh, talked since the, um, trailer for the Han Solo movie came out. Oh boy. So let's, what are your, what are your takes? Do we have another two hours? Do we have, (laughs) we don't, we don't. Okay. Uh, you give me five minutes. So I'll give you, I'll give you my five minutes, my, my type five. Okay. Here's my type five. Um, so everyone, the, the big thing is how can the Han Solo guy be as good as Harrison Ford? He's not going to be. So just no, yeah, for, no. Just are people that saying idea. that? Yeah, it's uh, not yeah. happening. I mean, I think that's the. I think that's the first question: is how can this be good? Because Harrison Ford is the man. Uh, I think we just need to uh, make peace with the fact that this actor is going to be probably not that great. So uh, mm-hmm. let's let's just try to give him space. Um, just reimagine Han Solo as a little different. Uh, on top of that, I'm not a big fan of the plot they're putting together with the with the Woody Allen, <laughs> the Woody Harrelson. Excuse me. Uh, that would be an interesting movie. Uh, Ocean's Eleven space heist. I don't, yeah. I don't. I don't like that angle for for Han Solo because Han Solo is his own man. He would never be part of a team. Uh, I do like Lando. Lando Except looks he would become later become a general in the Rebel Alliance. But anyway, yeah. Reluctantly. Reluctantly. Yeah. yeah. Um, Take care of yourself. That's what you're best at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Lando's good. I'm excited to see Amelia Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a little bit of a, a like a bumper car. Tie fighter kill, uh-huh. with the, with the Falcon, which looks cool. So, yeah. eh. I'm not gonna yeah. rush out and see it. No, I take, I take. Wow. No, wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna let people test the water for me first. Okay, I will I will report. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I liked. I was kind of very skeptical of this because I think we were pretty late in the game to to see anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's seems very late for them to be releasing a trailer of a movie that's coming out in May. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously there we talked about before it kind of had uh, it's had um, production issues and things like that. But uh, the, from what we saw, the look um, looked good. I mean, it looked good. It looked like a star Wars universe movie looked, mm-hmm. it looked kind of rogue one ish to me as, as far as the visuals, which mm. I thought was a good thing. Um, yeah, Lando, one thousand percent in, one one million percent in. <laughs> just the coats, okay. just the coats, just the swag, just everything. Oh, okay, just just bought in on that fully. Um, yeah, and I I think, uh, intentional or not, I think it would kind of be smart to sort of minimize the the Han Solo aspect a little bit. Because it's just not yeah. going to live up, and you know, you saw that he he wasn't really in the trailer that much, saying a lot of lines. 
Um, yeah. So I've yeah, heard that I mean, there's been actual trouble with the actor. I don't, maybe you told me that. Yes, I, I did. There was articles and, and some reports that I'd heard that they actually, he had um, like an acting coach on mm-hmm. set to help him. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I heard that Harrison Ford himself was on set providing assistance. Mm-hmm. So is it too late to just do like the Princess Leia, like young CGI Harrison Ford <laughs> thing? Is that too? Are we, can we have that instead? Can we have that? Um. Yeah. So I, wait and that, see. That might you know, be better. Wait and see. Yeah, it might be. You never know. How do you feel about um a pristine Millennium Falcon? How do you feel about an out of the box Millennium Falcon? Yeah, that's going to be different because we're not used to that. We're used to it trying to jump. Uh, to hyperdrive and just kind of stalling out just and uh, do it. Yeah. Um, they've replaced that little dish on the top of it so many times. Mm-hmm. That thing is always the first to go. Those um, walls get real dirty and they never clean they them. It looks really like. grimy. No, they never do. <laughs> never do. Um, yeah, that was, I actually, um, I had to read an article that kind of broke down the trailer to even know what that was. Cause they kind of show there's like a tracking shot of the inside of the mm-hmm. millennium Falcon when the walls are like all white and stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, this is like a Imperial base or something. No, no. And then they're like, no, that's the millennium Falcon. I was like, Oh man, I, yeah. Didn't even recognize it. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, I hope, I hope it's not, Oh boy. No, but- uh, I hope it's not checklisty. I hope it's not like, Kessel Run, check. Kessel Run, check. Uh, where's the Millennium Falcon come from? Check. How do Game we get of Sabak? Check. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I hope it's not like that because I'm not, I'm not interested in where the Millennium Falcon comes from. I don't care. It's the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. It's a force on its own. It doesn't need us. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. waste time with that. Just get it and move on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think we'll yeah. get a Maz Kanata in this? Um, I don't know. I'm worried so, that we will. Okay, worried that we will. Okay, they'll, they'll just uh, shoehorn that connection in. So, anyway. no, I was gonna. I was just gonna mention in the Star Wars Battlefront game that I've told you about, Star mm-hmm. Wars Battlefront Two, and that story. Um, um, there's a there's Maz Kanata does show up in, in that, so they shoehorn her into that too. You can play as her. You can't play as her, but when you're playing as Han Solo, you go to her castle and talk to her uh, for a little bit. Does she have a jetpack? Uh, I don't think so. She's ten bar. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay, so, no trade disputes that day. No. No. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So, do you want to? So, do you want to give any shout outs to any uh, any listeners here? Gonna give a shout out to our to our guy Nick. Oh yeah, oh, Nick. Nick and uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Graham. Mrs. Graham. Shout out, shout out yeah. to Mrs. Graham. And Kelly, too. I, I don't think Mrs. Graham doesn't really... Not a fan of us, but but Kelly is a, a long-time listener. So mm-hmm. shout out to Kelly. Uh, shout outs to Carl. <laughs> shout out to guest host Jay, too. And Weatherman yeah. Derek. Always yeah. good, good listeners, loyal listeners. So we appreciate it. I'm, I'm picturing a very famous program just... Giving shout outs like at the end of Game of Thrones. It's just listing everybody who watches <laughs> it. For sure. For yeah. sure. When we get famous, too famous, we're not going to be able to do that. This will be too long. Mm. Yep. 
thanks for listening. As always, shout outs to uh, executive producer, producer Joe. EPJ. For all, for all EPJ. that he does. So do we, I, do we do we have a bit before we end or no? We don't have a bit. We don't have a <sighs> So one, one, I didn't have a bit, but we can kind of create one on the fly from my memory because we had sort of a funny moment. And I don't, knowing you, I don't know if this was a, <laughs> a troll or not, but <laughs> the, the movie uh, got done and we were talking about the character of Eric Killmonger, the, the main villain, and uh, Brian, yeah. like, was was that was that Nick Cannon? Was that Nick Cannon that played him? And I was like, "What? Okay, Nick Cannon? Is M- Michael B. Jordan?" Like, oh. So, were you being serious that you thought that was Nick Cannon? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Be honest. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go through the evolution of this for you. Okay. When he first came on. When he first came on screen, I was like, Nick Cannon's in this. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no, it was it's the other guy who looks they're like very similar looking. You got to give that to me. They look pretty spot on. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I have to look at a photo of Nick okay. Cannon. I'm not. Right. I'm not. Not a big sure. wild out guy. Not a big wild no. out guy. Uh, so, so then I realized it was the kid that played in uh, Creed. So right. Then I was like, well, do I bring this up? Do I make Joel believe that I think it's Nick Cannon? Because I did believe it was Nick Cannon for a little bit. And then I did. And then I did. <laughs> uh, so it was funny. It was funny for so me. I t- yeah, I told him we're going to have a bit of Michael B. Jordan or Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. So, um, yep. Who is but captain Nick- of the Black Squad? Nick no Cannon. The Black Squad? I'm not for, yeah, what's that? I don't know. So on Wild and Out, uh-huh. there's two teams. There's the Red Squad and the Black Squad. Uh-huh. And the Black Squad was always Nick Cannon's team. And then they okay. they rap battle each other. Okay. So that was Nick Cannon. And didn't he didn't he marry Mariah Carey at some point? I think so. Okay. Okay. And that's his claim to fame? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, cool, man, we'll, we'll we'll leave it on that, and maybe next time we'll have time to um, recap um, your celebrity party and how uh, executive producer Joe looked great as Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll save that for next time. Maybe. All right. All right. Okay. Well, until next time, big guy. Yep. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. <laughs>